Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. Welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. This episode is brought to you by the Revolutionizing Parenthood Conference, a first-of-its-kind parenting conference in the Philadelphia area that I am co-organizing with my friend and colleague, Ashley Albrecht. My dear friend, Dr. Shafali, will join us as the keynote speaker, and I, along with the amazing colleagues in my professional community, We'll be offering various breakout sessions covering a wide variety of topics that parents struggle with in their families. Tickets are on sale now at the Early Bird discount. For more information, visit www.revolutionizingparenthood.com. And now, just for my listeners, you can get $25 off your ticket price When you register, just put in discount code PODCAST25 to get your $25 coupon. Hello and welcome to episode 420. I'm sitting here all by myself late at night a few days before Christmas. My two younger kids are sleeping And my older son is staying at a friend's house. And my husband is hosting a holiday gathering with his art friends at his comic store. My younger two and I watched a movie, a Christmas holiday movie, one of our favorites this evening. And then they went to bed. And I decided to take an opportunity, instead of rushing right to bed as soon as I tucked them in, I decided to take an opportunity to sit in my family room with nothing really to do except enjoy the tree and the lights and to think about Christmas and to think about my parents who are no longer with me, and to think of the magical childhoods, uh, magical childhood Christmases that I had. And I was sitting here remembering something that occurred this evening, and I was inspired to share the story with you here now. A few days ago, I took my two younger kids out to get gifts for their friends. 
my younger son wanted to buy gifts for his two closest friends. And my daughter had some secret Santa groups that she was arranging and participating in. I think she had three or four different groups. So she needed to buy some gifts for a couple of them. So we went to Target a few nights ago and we were getting different items. They were getting different items for their different friends. And there was some discussion. Well, I should go backwards and say that last year, my son's friend for his birthday gave him what he called a survival kit. And when my son opened it, it was a giant bag filled with candy. And while I don't love that he got a bag full of candy for his birthday, a bag full of sugar, I should say, I thought it was a really, really cute, 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 cute and thoughtful gift. So my son at Christmas time decided that he wanted to give this friend and another close friend survival kits for Christmas. So we went out and at Target he was picking out different candy items that he wanted to put in these two bags. And one of the boys is allergic to dairy and so he can't have anything with milk chocolate. So he gets the non-dairy candies and the other boy gets the chocolate variety. So he had shown me this giant Kit Kat package and he was so excited about it. And I talked to him about it and I thought, and I, I kind of convinced him that it was a lot of money to spend on one portion of his friend's gift. So he put it back and then my daughter came along and she was looking for a gift. She actually has a friend who's participating in two different Secret Santa groups. Or I guess I would say one Secret Santa group and then one of her very closest friends. So she needed to get two different sets of gifts, two different gifts for this one friend. So she got game a game or whatever she got for the one exchange. But then for the other one, I suggested that maybe she would want to get some of her friend's favorite snacks, almost in keeping with the spirit of this Secret Santa survival, or sorry, survival kit theme that my son was working on. And she really liked that idea. So she was looking at different candies and snacks and things to put in her friend's gifts. And my son brought the huge Kit Kat package to her, or to both of us. We were standing by the cart, and I don't actually remember what happened after that. I don't remember whether she decided to get this giant Kit Kat package for her friend, or whether she decided to get something different. And he changed his mind and decided to get the giant Kit Kat package for his friend. But either way, the giant, one giant Kit Kat package ended up in our cart. So we paid for it and we came home. Well, this evening, 
while my son was taking a bath, my daughter and I were wrapping gifts at the kitchen table. And she wrapped the giant Kit Kat package for her friend because she recalled that it, it was something she chose to give to her friend. And she wrote a message on the front of the package in permanent black marker. And then we proceeded to wrap the gift. Then my son comes down and he finds out that we also had a smaller Kit Kat package, just a little bag of Kit Kats. He proceeds to find out that she has wrapped this giant package of Kit Kats for her friend. And his recollection said that that big package was for his friend. And so there was a huge discussion, debate, and uproar about this package. But I tried to explain to him that I didn't remember. There was a miscommunication, and I didn't remember who was picking it for their friends. I actually couldn't remember. And that she had already written on it with black permanent marker. I could see that he was very angry about it. And I mistakenly said, come on, it's no big deal. We'll just, would you just give him the other package of Kit Kats that we have here? And he said, I knew as the words were spilling out of my mouth that it was a mistake that I had, I was being very insensitive to him. And he got very upset with me and he said, is a big deal because I showed my other friend what I got for him and I showed him what I got for my other friend and so now my other friend knows what I got for him but now I can't give it to him because she's giving it to her friend and if I don't give him that giant package the other stuff I picked for him looks like a tiny little amount and it's not fair because I got a, a big deal a big amount for my other my one friend and not a big amount for him and I knew that I made a mistake when I saw the look on his face and so I remembered back to when I was a child and whenever something like this would come up with my dad or would come up for me my dad would always come to the rescue he would always have a solution he would always be willing to figure out a solution and if that meant going out in the middle of the night or not in the middle of the night but going out looking making an extra trip to try to solve my problem he would do it with no questions asked and no uh, burden to me. He wouldn't make it seem like, like I was being a pain in the neck or this was a, some, I was putting him out or anything. He would just be like, oh, there's a problem to solve. I have a solution. Let's go solve it. And so somehow I channeled my dad's spirit in that moment. And I said because I was very, very cognizant that that he was really upset about this and this really mattered a lot to him. I should also uh, tell you that a couple of days ago, my daughter, my younger son, and I were talking about what we most want for Christmas. 
And my daughter said to me, do you know, Mom, do you know what I want most for Christmas? And I looked at her and I said, world peace. And she said, how did you know? Well, because I know her very well. And she thinks a lot like me. And we both would love to have world peace for Christmas, right? So then my son said, some, somehow it evolved to uh, what does he want most for Christmas? Because he heard what she said, and, and he said, well, that's kind of silly. And we said, silly? World peace is silly? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, what do you want most for Christmas? And he said, time with family? And we were like, oh. And he said, no, just kidding. Actually, because <laughs> he's very humorous, so he said, actually... I can't wait to see the look on my friends' faces when I give them their gifts because it makes me really happy when I can make them happy. And it just melted my heart into a big giant puddle when he said that a few days ago. So this evening, when this discrepancy and miscommunication came up about this Kit Kat bar or this giant Kit Kat package, and I saw how upset he was. I also remembered what he said about being so excited to see his the look on his friends' faces when he presented them with their Christmas gifts. And I kind of channeled my dad at the same time, and I said, you know what, Brady? Why don't we see if we can solve this problem? And so... We had purchased this Kit Kat package at Target, so I got right on, I got right on the phone with our local Target, and I asked them if they had it, and they said no, they had no more in stock. So then I looked on Walmart's website, and the one that was not closest to us, but the next closest one, said they had it in stock, and but. They wouldn't, it wasn't allowing me to order it online and then go pick it up tomorrow. And so I said, okay, let's get in the car. Get your shoes on. Let's go get this package. So we all put our shoes on and we hopped in the car and we ran to get this package. Or I, I should say, we went to Walmart to get this giant Kit Kat package. We... It turned out that when we got there, there were no more giant Kit Kat packages. I guess the website wasn't matched up to what was in stock or someone bought the last one. Who knows? Because it's only a few days before Christmas. But what we found instead was a three-pound Hershey chocolate bar, which he was overjoyed to pick to give to his friend who can eat chocolate. So he was completely happy and thrilled with what we found. And when I, when I drove there, when I was driving them there to the Walmart, because we all three went, I was thinking about my dad and how this is exactly what he would have done. And I said to my son, you know, there aren't a whole lot of parents who would be driving out at 9.30 at night 
to buy a giant Kit Kat package when we have a smaller bag of Kit Kats at home. And he said, I know, Mom. Thank you for doing this for me. And it just made me so happy. We didn't have a lot going on tonight other than, you know, my husband's party that we weren't really participating in. So it was just me and the two of them hanging out at home. We didn't really have a lot going on tonight. And so it was not a huge sacrifice for me to show up to him in this in this situation. You know, I truly don't remember who said they were going to give that big package to their friend. I kind of actually think it was him. And I think my daughter chose to give a different thing to her friend, but I don't fully remember. So I don't really remember who was going to give that, but he was so looking forward to enjoying the that that thrill of giving a gift to someone he cares about that I really didn't want to rob him of that joyful anticipation. And I was so thankful that I was able to remember having that experience as a child. Remember time after time after time where my dad would try to move mountains to help me solve a problem. And how loved and cared for it made me feel. And why wouldn't I want to do that for my son? And so that's kind of how it resolved. He was very, very happy with finding this giant Hershey bar. And he was back to feeling really excited about giving his friend his gift. My daughter no longer felt like a heel for writing on the gift that that he thought was his, that she thought was hers. She was feeling bad about it. So we were able to solve this problem and everybody could get back to feeling okay and excited and good about everything at the end of it. And it was just a, such a beautiful experience. And that experience could have gone so differently, you know? So when, when my son came into the room and realized that his sister had written on the package and then further wrapped it up, he, I could have just said, I actually did say, it's no big deal. Just like, we have another bag of Kit Kats here. It's no big deal. Just give him that one. And I could have shut him down and not seen or heard him or valued how he was feeling in that situation. And he would have been ticked off at me. And he would have been less excited about giving this gift to his friend. And then my daughter would have felt awful, like she did, knowing how upset he was. She had even at one point suggested that we white out the black permanent marker that she wrote in so that he could give it to his friend. But I said, that's silly because you can't like white out writing. That, that is silly. So if I had not really understood 
the depth of 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 his unhappiness or disappointment or upsetness about this situation. I could have just said like whatever kids suck it up. Stop whining and complaining. Get over yourself. I could have taken that route. But what would what that have done to our relationship in the long term, right? In the long run. I always strive to be a parent who sees and hears and values my children. That's where I, I, I learned that from my dear friend, Dr. Shafali. That's what I teach other parents. And to see, hear, and value your child requires different things in different situations. And I feel like I really was able to do that tonight, and I wanted to share it with you because I hope that it inspires you or gives you some idea for how you can see, hear, and value your child. Because truly, when he thanked me in the car for taking him out to try to find another one of these things, these giant packages, I could hear the, the genuine gratitude in his voice. And I, and I knew that in his heart, he really, really felt it. He really felt seen, heard, and valued, that his feelings were truly understood, and that I was trying to resolve the problem. And so I hope that gives you some ideas for how you might be able to really see, hear, and value your children. These things can happen on a grand scale or on a small scale, something as seemingly small as a package of candy. But wow, what a significant thing that package of candy was in our family tonight. So that is my story for you today. I hope that it gives you some good ideas for your home, your family, your children. And I will wrap up this episode by saying, I hope that wherever you are in this world, you are able to truly see, hear, and value your child. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.